Hello everyone and welcome to episode 83 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Today we're looking at the thorny issue that arose this week of the Grammys um, excluding Casey Musgrave's Starcrossed album from their country category. And this podcast, episode 83, we're nearly there, we're getting to the magic three numbers slowly but surely. Um, this episode's going to deal with why I think they were bang on 100% right and correct to exclude Casey Musgrave's Starcrossed album from the Grammy country music category. So this throws up, you know, uh, to quote Walt Disney, really, this throws up a tale as old as time. Um, this whole what is country and what isn't country. Um, it's something, it's boring. <laughs> but we're talking about it again. It's something that's been thrown at country artists since records began, since the first person ever touched a banjo, since the Carter family was making music in the 1920s. What is and what isn't country? Um, you know, Hank Senior was told that he wasn't country music. Garth Brooks was told that he wasn't country music. Merle Haggard was told that the music he made wasn't country. So this is something that's been going on for ages. It drives me mad. It is an intrinsically boring um, argument. But at the same time, I do think the Casey Musgraves thing with the Grammys this week throws up a slightly different, a slightly newer aspect of it that I think is worth talking about. But let's dig into a little bit of what's happened. So the head of UMG, Cindy Mabe, fired off a letter to the Recording Academy chief, Harvey Mason Jr. this week, accusing the Grammy Committee and the country music section of the Grammy Committee of a number of things like low representation of females and self-interest. And she said, the idea that a handful of people, including competitors who would benefit from Casey not being in the country category, are deciding what is country only exacerbates the problem. And this has been seized on, um, this exclusion and Casey's inability to be considered a country artist uh, in the Grammys this year. It's been seized on by commentators and journalists all over social media, as you would expect. And it's been reframed through the narrative and through their own echo chamber of their views and beliefs. So we've got all sorts of people. You know, we've got the more progressive commentators, of which I count myself one, and historically I am, you know, in amongst the soft liberal progressives in country music who just want everything to be lovely and nice and believe everybody should be able to do whatever they want. I am one of those. Um, they've been decrying the traditionalists and the gatekeepers this week who are always trying to, to halt evolution in the genre, you know, and, um, you know, there's, there's all those commentators are also bringing in gender issues and sort of suggesting or even doing more than suggesting that this wouldn't have happened if uh, Casey was a man. And people are genuinely confused as to the difference between Starcrossed 
and Casey's previous album, Golden Hour, which did win Album of the Year in 2019 and took home three country music Grammys. So the whole thing has been really, really fascinating this week. The elephant in the room, well, it's not really even an elephant in the room, is it? The hard truth is that Starcrossed isn't a country music album. It's not, there are very few elements of what we would call country music. Even us progressive liberals have to look incredibly hard to find what is country about Casey's Starcrossed album. And It doesn't matter that her first two albums were the very epitome and definition of what I consider to be modern country music. Artists change and evolve over time, and where she is right now is not reflective of what country music is. The other thing is, is that the Grammy committee did send, the screening committee sent the album to the pop committee, and they said that they would have instated it back into the Grammy category if the pop committee had rejected it but the pop committee of the grammys have said that they think it's reflective of where they are and are going to include it for consideration in the pop um, area of the grammys so it's not like the album's been rejected it's not like people have said oh no it's you know we're not even going to consider it it's been discussed amongst this these screening committees, all of which are kept secret so that nobody receives hassle and threats and undue influence. So we don't know who these screening committees are. What we do know is that they have liaised with each other and the pop committee are considering the album in their area of influence. So again, I think that narrative has been lost a little bit amongst people go shouting about how unfair it is to Casey and all this sort of thing. The interesting thing also is that her song Camera Roll, um, a song that UMG submitted as a country song, has been saved for consideration in the country music category. And I think, isn't that just a reflection of where we are now with country music in 2021? You know, we don't need to be so defensive and so combative about things. There are artists out there now, like Casey Musgraves, and like people like Dan and Shay, who have come out of country music and are making pop music. They're pushing the boundaries, they're exploring new sounds and markets. Dan and Shay's new album isn't country music either, and I've done a whole podcast about that earlier in the summer. So I think we need to move past this gender issue that this case is being treated unfairly purely because she's a woman. I don't think Dan and Shay's new album is country music either. And at what point do we decide that an artist is no longer country music? Because I do believe that it has to be done at some point. We have to draw a line without being a gatekeeper or a traditionalist. We have to come to some sort of communal consensus about what is and what isn't country music. Actually, what we need is the artists to help us out themselves. And props and kudos to Taylor Swift, 
who self-declared that 1989 was not going to be a country music album and therefore should be considered pop music. We need more artists to do this and to help us out. Um, Some of the opinions on social media on both sides of this Casey Musgraves debate have been uh, predictably ridiculous. However, I am mildly surprised by my own tribe of progressive liberals who are basically espousing the idea, some of them, that no one has the right to tell anyone else what is country music or not. And as long as the artist says it's country music, then we should consider it country music. That opinion is absolutely ludicrous. If you follow that pathway to a natural conclusion, then any pop artist, any K-pop artist, any rapper or classical music composer can declare their work country music and we have to go, oh, no, that's fine, yes. Uh, If you say it's country music, we'll agree it's country music. Casey herself has weighed into the debate and tweeted a picture of her younger self. I think she looks maybe about 12 years old in the picture. She's wearing a cowboy hat and she tweeted the words, you can take the girl out of the country genre in brackets, but you can't take the country out of the girl. I think this is incredibly disingenuous of Casey Musgraves. It's an old picture of herself taken at a time when she was quite clearly listening to country music, influenced to country music. To me, it's the same idea of all those older guys on Tinder who put up pictures of themselves 10 years ago, you know, in an attempt to misrepresent who they are. And so I think Casey's not helped herself in this because... You know, she's tweeted a picture of herself at a time that isn't reflective of where Starcrossed is and the music that she's making right now. There has to be some boundaries between what is and what isn't country music. Just like there has to be boundaries between what is and what isn't reggae or what, is, or what isn't rap or R&B. If there aren't boundaries, how do we run award shows? How do we reward people for making specific types of music how do magazines sell content how do plat- how do websites build content to reflect and to sell their ideas to fans because if there are no boundaries between music who knows what anything is this almost feels like an offshoot of that argument f- by people who don't want sport to be competitive and like to give out medals for particip- participation only You know, are we moving towards a time in music where we just say that anyone can be anything they want, irrespective of the sound or the style that they make? You know, if you simply just self-declare that you're a rapper or that you're a reggae artist or a country music, are we living in a time now where we just have to go, oh, okay, fair enough? Because that, to me, is simply ridiculous. I don't know the answer to this question and I don't know who has the job of deciding what is country music and what isn't. I'm a huge fan of artists that push boundaries and bring in new ideas to the genre. I don't consider myself a gatekeeper in any sense of the word. And indeed, I've lost hours and hours of my life arguing with gatekeepers over the years on Facebook. 
Um, but you have to face facts sometimes. That artists like Dan and Shay and Casey are making music and they're pushing boundaries and it may well take them beyond the confines of the genre that they emerged in. There's nothing wrong with that. We should applaud their innovation and their ambition. But the artists themselves might have to accept the fact that there's going to come a time when the genre says goodbye to them. Just because your first two albums were country music doesn't give you a right to think that whatever you do in the future has to be viewed the same. This isn't a feminist issue because Dan and Shay are in the same boat. There has to be some rules and there has to be some genre definition. I just don't know whose job that is to do it. And I also understand that we, country music has to be as open and as welcoming and as inclusive as it possibly can. You know, we, and Lyric Magazine and myself personally have been massive fans of people who push the boundaries of country music right as far as they possibly can go into all sorts of wonderful and amazing directions. But at some point, we have to turn round and we have to say, sorry, but that ain't country music. Thanks for listening to episode 83 of 10 Minute Country. Um, I've been James Dakin. You can find me all over the place. I'm on Twitter at Rock James. Um, I'm on Instagram at Dakin underscore James. I'm on Facebook, fairly recognisable. Let me know what you think. And check out www.lyricmagazine.co.uk for all our genre-blurring, boundary-pushing country music content.